Okay, Julia, welcome. Welcome to my crib. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. How you feeling, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, okay, so I got a lot of other, a lot of questions to talk about, but the mon- the main big question, which is how I structure this thing, I usually start off with a big question and then we just go for whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Okay, let's do it. Okay, my big question to you: You're uh, from a foreign land, far, far away, right? Mm-hmm. As am I, but um, my main question to you is. What do you think are the fundamental differences between Eastern Europe and Western Europe? Or like the cultural differences between, you know, stereotypically like Russia, Ukraine versus America, States, United Kingdom. Okay, and that's a pretty interesting question. And it's like, obviously, there's too many ways to approach it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I don't think I'm a very good representative of Eastern Ukraine either. Mm. Because if I don't start talking, if you just look at me, you're probably not going to guess I'm from Eastern Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess let's approach it from the concept of individualism versus collectivism. Mm. So as you probably know, then Western, Western Europe or just Western world is always about um, being the best version of yourself. Right. And striving towards achieving your own potential versus um, Eastern Europe is all about collectivism and following what the government tells you. So there is no emphasis on um, freedom of speech. Mm. So let's say in Ukraine you go to protest, the government might come and arrest you and you might go to jail. Or uh, like, for example, let's take Belarus. Mm-hmm. Y- you've seen what has been happening to Belarus, right? right, right They've had right. the same president for uh, 26 years. Yeah. And it's probably not going to change until the president dies versus... Um, Western world, there is laws, there is um, president is changing all the time. People have freedom of speech, which is probably the biggest difference between Western Europe or Western world versus Eastern is the freedom of speech. You mm. are able to voice your own opinion and you don't need to rely on what the government tells you to do. Do you think it was like, I mean, obviously you're, you've only been born post-communism, but like before the rise of of communism in the East, like was was it more similar to the states than like obviously than it is now or you mean like soviet union times yeah like before like pre-soviet union was it more like was there always this emphasis on like collective or was it something that only came about because of you know like communist revolutions uh like i've been talking to my grandma and my great grandma and the always say that uh, Soviet Union is not as bad as people think about it mm. because they obviously they've experienced it because they've they were born during Soviet times and they they grew up during Soviet times they went to school finished universities during Soviet times mm-hmm. and they say that um, like in, in some situations it's better than it is now mm. because everyone was able to afford educate education was free medicine was free so everyone had access to all basic necessities right and as long as people put in work they were uh, pretty much secure that they would have a comfortable life. Right. Obviously, there were less um, possibilities versus, I'm guessing, even states. Mm-hmm. Because let's say you're in Soviet Union, which is which consists of many countries. Yeah. But you can't really travel outside of those countries, and you can't really get stuff outside of those countries. Yeah. So everything it just in. happens within that area of Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't know. I think it has both pros and cons. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I just wonder, like the. Like, obviously, the big government oversight, uh, you know, having freedom is a huge, like, 
it changes your psychology, right? Yeah. Like, so I always wonder, I wonder, like, before Soviet times even ever started, like, were, I guess it was in Russia, if you take Russia, it was more like serfs and nobility. It, was, it wasn't really any freedom. There's in, no middle class. Yeah, there was no middle class. It's just peasants and then nobility. Yeah, and then they had this big revolution, and then we wanted to make everything even, send you to Gulag. Yeah. And then... That's interesting. I do you think that you'll ever see a Russia or a, a Eastern Europe that's like closer to the United States than Soviet Russia? Um, you know what I mean, like if we have Soviet Russia on one end of the spectrum and the United States on one end, do you think it's shifting towards the freedoms you could get in the United States or no? I think as the younger population is developing, then um, they understand that living in Eastern Europe is not the best idea right now mm. because you're <coughs> super limited by what the government tells you to do what resources are available so if you have a chance you're most likely gonna leave towards western europe or anywhere you can like for example uh, the field of it in ukraine is developing quite a bit mm. but most people who graduate they try to go to united states because right. they'll, they'll be getting much more money yeah. in the states versus ukraine Right. Even though it's developing in Ukraine, but they don't want to stay there because they'll be getting way less. So there is not much point. Yeah, every all of like the smaller people, yeah, like, they're getting sucked out and going to America. Or yeah, so or I think it's like slowly changing towards the West because yeah. people understand that if they want to achieve something, they need to be different from the crowd mm. and invest in themselves, which is more of uh, I think more of psychology of Western nations. Do you see like any problem? with the uh, the psychology of the west like with the kind of like self-centered focus like yeah we have freedoms but do you think we kind of ignore the collective too much like or i honestly prefer the individual mm. aspect versus collectivism because um like in the current state especially in developed countries we don't need as much collectivism because mm. we don't really need to hunt and survive Mm. we already have everything basically all we need is resources such as money to be able to afford housing food and just the basic necessities so if you're smart enough you can provide for yourself and you don't really need other people to be helping you mm. and working around with them <laughs> and yeah i think like relying on yourself and investing in yourself is way better versus investing in in a collective do you think like what i i mean I have a very, uh, I don't know, non-educated view of communism, but like, are poorer people in a better place in Eastern Europe? Because at least like they have necessities, like whereas in the States, like if you don't have money you and you don't have a good job, like there's no way you can get health insurance. There's no way you can really like invest in yourself, like education so expensive. Whereas like somewhere, you know, where it's more, you know, say say it was kind of soviet russia where education is provided healthcare is provided at least like the base layer of population is kind of taken care of like is there maybe room to grow you know what i mean like should we like i feel like the united states should have some kind of universal healthcare, like canada yeah where it's yeah. like a mix of both but i wonder like yeah i just wonder like what it does for people to be in a like at the at the different classes right obviously if you're rich in america like you have a pretty fucking great life but and same thing if you're just rich in, in but if if you're poor in russia at least or in soviet russia let's say you at least had 
some access to like goods and services and healthcare mm-hmm. whereas the states you didn't like i wonder is there room to improve there you know what i'm saying i mean like states is a relatively new country and it's borrowed smart people from all over the europe mm. and that's how it kind of developed yeah like russia and in, in history it has a bunch of famous people famous scientists famous artists so obviously since there is so many famous and smart people obviously there is room for them to develop but at the same time um let's say you're a millionaire in states yeah which is sure you're a millionaire but there is thousands of other millionaires around you so if you're a millionaire there's always going to be someone richer than you right versus if you're a millionaire in russia you'll stand out immediately mm. especially if you don't live in let's say moscow and st petersburg which is which are the main cities yeah if you live in some smaller place you'll stand out quite a bit right and right. people will i don't think they'll respect you they'll look at you with a lot of judgment mm. so how would you <laughs> describe like like other than that collect is, is the main difference between like a russian mentality like it is like the emphasis on the collective like how would you if you were talking to someone like me i could probably talk to someone and even if i couldn't point out their accent i could probably tell you they were from england just by like certain cultural things that we do like uh we're very kind of like negative we have that like dark c- comedy we have that like self-deprecating humor um sort of yeah just negative outlook (laughs) (laughs) this is like big generalization but like how would you like what are the big like key landmarks that you would say is like you know you're eastern european or do you think you can block in like is the eastern european mentality mainly the russian mentality or is it like you know if you go to romania you're gonna find different i honestly think it's quite different because like greece is technically considered like it's also orthodox mm. just as russia or ukraine or belarus but the people are completely different right and let's say we take we take uh, but the gr- greeks is technically like the seat of like western culture right if you think about it like democracy and yeah that's sort of like the heart of the western world it's weird that it's not that west though like it's a yeah, good point it's like, like stuck by itself yeah 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 you know? it's kind of out there but yeah if we take like czech republic which is considered eastern europe and it's also a slavic country with mm. the slavic language yeah but the thing it's much more influenced by the west mm, interesting that's why it's also more famous and more touristic right like right same comparison to belarus or ukraine even though like sightseeing wise it might not be even better right right because yeah. further out like just geographically being closer yeah. to russia makes it more and it's just like less stigmatized than mm. ukraine interesting or russia yeah wow cool uh, what was like the biggest culture? Did you have a big culture shock, like your first time coming to like a Western country, um, like how people acted or anything? Like I've, as a kid, I've traveled quite a bit. Yeah, and I've <coughs> been to many places in in Europe and Africa, a little bit in Asia. Mm-hmm. But th- like properly, I experienced Western world. I would say is when I moved to Canada mm-hmm. when I was eighteen. But again, I'm not sure how representative Vancouver is of. Vancouver is of Western world, right? Because true. it's just a compilation of different nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like before that, I lived in Macedonia, mm-hmm. which is also Eastern Europe. Yeah, and it's even more Eastern Europe than Ukraine is in terms of mentality. It's much more poor than Ukraine. Really, and people are uh, just nicer and simpler hmm. than they are in Ukraine. So you can't really. S- actually, 
Yeah, and also after Macedonia, I lived in Austria for two months. Mm -hmm. So I guess, actually, I guess Austria was my first Western world experience. Yeah, yeah. And people in Austria are super judgmental. They don't respond to you in English. Hmm. They always try to respond to you in German, and they don't like people who are foreigners. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, like... So it was kind of negative in comparison to after living in Macedonia with super friendly people, moving to Austria was kind of a negative experience because especially the older population, they treat you quite negatively. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's so weird because we have like this stereotypical view of like Eastern Europe as like hard, right? And yeah. cold and yeah. like distant. Oh, yeah. I think, in, I think Russia and um, Russia, Ukraine, Belarus is more, more distant mm -hmm. in comparison to... Why do you think that is? Like, why is that the reputation, you know? Is it because there's just been so much fucked up shit that's happened that over Maybe time? Because they're um, they're just bigger and more powerful historically, mm. and um, like I'm from Kiev, which is one of the oldest Slavic cities, mm -hmm. and like lots of Slavic culture from comes from there. So maybe just historically, there has been too much shit happening there. That's and what I think of it. And like just the climate is not very friendly. Like in winter, it can get super cold, especially if ah. you're in Russia. Like north of Russia, the winter, the winters are just freezing. True. You don't have time to stay positive. Yeah. You're trying to survive. You have to survive. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Weather really does play a big role in yeah, psychology. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like Vancouver. You know, the summer is like twenty-five. Winter is like zero to five. Right. Just twenty-degree fluctuation. Like summer is plus forty. Winter is minus thirty. Oh my god. Like Seventy degree fluctuations quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You don't you just don't have you can't be nice to people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta just survive. Like people instead of um I don't know, I feel like Western people is if they make mistakes, they tend to blame blame themselves more and it's like, Oh, I did something wrong. I huh. sh I should learn about my mistake and improve upon my mistake and hmm. become a better person versus Let's say you're a poor person from Russia. It's like, oh, there's people from Nigeria. They're more poor than us. We're not doing as bad. Huh. So they try to compare themselves with people who are worse. Interesting. And that makes them happier versus trying to improve their own situation. Wow. Which I think is one of the biggest negative things about Eastern Europe. Really? Yeah. Just that constant social comparison. Yes. Constant social comparison. Huh. Constant. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that seems like a recipe for... A disaster wherever you do it dude if you're like always comparing yourself to other people even if it's in like you know our lives you're never going to be happy because there's no, always going to be no. someone that's better than you maybe that's why standing out in eastern europe is also a bigger problem than it is here because mm. here standing out and being different is considered good by society and it's kind of accepted right and even emphasized yeah so if you stand out in eastern europe it might be penalized by the society mm, interesting yeah like, yeah, you get judged just because you have some... Is it like a jealousy, do you think? Like, what? It, what? what is it? It's just not in the culture to, to stand out. Yeah, I, just, I feel like it's just not in the culture to take other people to be better than you. Mm, interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, like I said, it's like one of the harder things to do is compare yourself to who you, who you were yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of comparing yourself to your friends or this person who you saw on facebook that's got a new job or whatever because we're constantly bombarded by it too i like that's the that's the fucking most annoying thing about social media social media is like it is social comparison it's like it's an app for social comparison yeah it's like an app to make you 
to make you do something that we know will make you unhappy, which is just like, am I better than you? Am I better than you? Am I better than you? And we have this weird hierarchy where we're like, oh, well, I'm doing this, so I must be better than this person. Or Whereas like, if you could just focus on yourself, you would be so, like, it would just be so much better for you in every way, right? But it's, it's, it's impossible, not impossible, but it's like very, very difficult to do. I have like more and more thoughts about like, I should just fucking get off social media. Like I should just like, you know that screen time thing on my phone? Yeah. I had a thought today. I'm like, I should just like have that. Like I should have like an hour of screen time allowed on my phone and that's it. And then I should just put it away because like the more I put like, I hate that feeling when you're just in bed, like scrolling and you don't even care what you're looking at. And then you like click, look at something for like three seconds, <laughs> go away. And then you just keep scrolling and you're like, I'm not getting anything out of this. This is so dumb. I know exactly what you're talking but about. But it's, ho- yeah, right? But yeah. it's so hard to put down. Like, yeah. Dude, it's like, yeah, if you wake up and the first thing you do is look at your phone. Oh, It just messes fucked. up your whole day. Yeah, you're fucked. Dude. Yeah, like you wake up, look at Instagram, then check your email. And then right after you go back to Instagram, like nothing, yeah. nothing happened in three seconds. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. am I going back there? Yeah. It just destroys your day, destroys your whole setup for the day. Yeah, it's just we're, we've been hijacked, right? Yeah, just like you, you want that hit of dopamine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's much, much easier to just pick up your phone and look at random shit on Instagram versus doing something productive. Like going to the gym or yeah. doing your homework or working on your projects or whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I thought about this. Like if there was a way to like... If I could make one, like, adjustment to human consciousness, like, if I could go in, like, Elon Musk, right? He wants to make this, like, neural link thing that, like, is some, you know, implant that, like, changes the way we uh, use our brains. I would make it so that, like, long-term goals, like, feel like short-term goals. Like, working out, yeah, it does give you, like, a short-term boost. But if there was, like, a way that you could literally transmit the fact that like working out with a daily routine was you know that's like 30 percent less likely chance for all health conditions like heart disease or whatever mm-hmm. like if it, if it, it's somehow like translated in that into like a dopamine hit like every single time someone you know exercise like i don't know if there's just some way to like crisscross the short term and long term like you know incentive uh chemistry in your head i never thought about it it's kind of interesting right but again it's like fucking with our own uh, anatomy and physiology yeah i mean i don't think it would necessarily be you'd probably just unlock a bunch of problems like you know uh side side effects but we're probably programmed in this way for a reason yeah 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 well we're programmed in this way for like life on the savannah and like hunting gathering and like living in a tribe and like kind of going back to like what we started with like the whole collective versus like self thing like having a basis in the collective is i think it's really important right like we need whether it's your family or your friends like you do need a tribe of some kind yeah it's just like whether it can work on like a societal like scale right so like eastern europe or soviet union they tried to do that they tried to make it like uh, you know the country is the tribe like that we are the collective and it just seems like i don't know at, at a big at too big of a scale that doesn't really work like with a scale of like 150 people you know like taking everything like right how we used to live with like we'd go out hunt bring back and share everything right mm-hmm. and it just doesn't really like it breaks down when it gets too big because people are inherently self-interested and like in the case of the soviet union it's just 
so corrupt and then everyone's just taking pieces of the pie and then there's nothing left for the people that actually need things the most. So it's like if there was a way to do it perfectly where you could like eliminate human greed, I could see it working out. But it's not ever going to be like that, is it? But again, I don't think we can ever <coughs> eliminate human greed. No. It's a part of the culture. Yeah, it's a part of it, which is yeah. why it's almost why like capitalism has to be the way that it is like it greed is what fuels capitalism kind of yeah in a weird way yeah like self-interest at least fuels capitalism but when you have like a bunch of self-interested parties acting together it does like distribute goods in seemingly like the best most efficient way i don't know it's been something i've thought about a lot and i'd love to go i want to go to kiev one day you gotta show me around definitely when we can it's a good place super yeah. cheap it's <laughs> super cheap <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i just just kind of like i haven't i've really been anywhere in eastern europe i don't think so uh, maybe i should we should revisit this conversation when it's a good gone. place if you're white and straight with <laughs> <laughs> short hair looking normal <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that be careful be careful yeah, yeah. shit <laughs> don't go to random places just capital city center and just stick around the city center <laughs> That's good to know. And don't speak English, just speak their language. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go. I'd definitely love to go one day. It'll happen. I'm sure. Definitely. Eastern Europe is like the... Feels like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just a different frontier, I suppose. No, it's super different. I feel like when you were mentioning all the stuff now, I thought about social status. Mm. And um, like... Here it's kind of appreciated by people when you show social status. And you pretty much do everything to gain a social status mm. like technically why would you buy a lamborghini or ferrari right like, you can just buy a way cheaper car with yeah pretty much similar functions right like that's an extra engine and wheels extra right? couple miles yeah it's not gonna give you much you yeah. just buy it to impress other people same with expensive suits same with expensive phones technology yeah it's the outward show yeah just showing people but in eastern europe it's not emphasized not emphasized but it's just not accepted by society as much to show your social status mm and people who have it they either live in certain parts of the city surrounded by other rich people yeah or they just travel a lot to other places or they buy shit outside of the country right so when they're in like if they're just walking around they wouldn't necessarily be wearing like flashy clothes or flashy like flashy shit because they don't want to stand out is that what you're saying no they still will but it's just like by um, regular average people it's not perceived as the same way here the same way as here yeah mm. that's what i'm saying like in terms of uh yeah it's like a collectivistic place but people who are rich obviously they want to be at the level with everyone else right mm. they're rich because they want to be rich for a and reason. they buy shit outside the country like for example a couple of years ago there was this um dude who worked for the parliament and when you work for parliament in ukraine you get a couple hundred dollars a month mm. as your salary and then they found his uh, mansion which it was like 4.7 million euros in france <laughs> obviously he stole all this money from the country right 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 that's the problem so people who rule the country they don't rule the country because they want to make it better they just want to steal from the country uh -huh. to buy shit for themselves right yeah that's I, the whole point of eastern europe how do you uh how do you stop that Ilya? commander Ilya, if you were a commander of the world how could you was is there any way to do it or do you have to change human nature or do you just have to get different people in there um i think it's uh it's been like that for too long so it's hard to change it immediately because like 
pretty sure all the people from the government they kind of tied all between each other yeah and it's like it's not monarchy like in belgium or um, even england is just the same family ruling forever mm. there's people from different families ruling but they all tied tied up to each other like mm. if you do s- if you do something against the government you're gonna get accidentally killed you know or accidentally something's well. gonna happen to you shit if you mess with the government damn yeah. do you ever have any like weird uh like do you watch what you say at all when you're over there like do you feel like you need to you know be aware of that stuff or not really no not really no i don't care but like uh, that's because you live here now right yeah but, but if even when i was there like i was i was freely expressing my uh, own opinions like i'm not scared to f- saying something controversial to other people really yeah even though you could potentially get in trouble for it yeah but just be- just because of my personality and because i lived outside of eastern europe mm. probably because of that so and i don't agree with many things that happened there yeah are people but are people afraid to like express themselves or not really oh definitely you know like in 2012 when the whole um shit started in ukraine when like the whole thing between ukraine and russia started mm. many Cri- like uh not crimea yeah not like crimea and um like when russia came to crimea and there were also stuff happening in eastern ukraine and lots of protests happening in kiev and like 100 people got shot in the kiev during <laughs> the protest by the government Jesus. because they hired snipers who would just sit on the roofs and shoot people oh my god and uh, during that time during those like couple months of protests a bunch of uh, famous artists died the, but not random ones the ones who who were uh, saying stuff against mm. their protests fuck like one of the one of the writers who just left his house all of a sudden the car stopped shot him Jesus. and then another super famous artist he was um, he was going from one city to another and he died because something happened to his car like oh car malfunction but probably it wasn't a car malfunction shit see that's that's scary man like the just like the the steps that i guess governments are willing to do to like protect their you know they're already stratified they're already in place right the system is built like they like how it works right the, yeah. all the politicians they're like no we got a good thing going so if anyone try and step in and threaten ha- threaten that, I guess they feel like they need to. Well, like if you're in position of defend. power, you would never want to give it away. You yeah. always want to keep it. Right. Like whatever that power is. Yeah, that's a weird thing, dude. Humans. Like again, again, not that's a, and there's another one that you could maybe try to tweak, right? Like we were talking about, like if you could change the human brain, like is there a way that you can give a human being power and not have it that corrupt them like completely? Like, is it just the wrong kind of people are attracted to positions of power, right? Like, could you have, like, I mean, you never know until you go, until you do it. But, like, I wonder if I was in a position, I would not want to be a politician because I like it's just my nature. I just wouldn't want to do it. Like, it sounds like a terrible job. Yeah, I agree. So are the people that are attracted to it, those are the ones, those are the bad eggs, you know? Like, if there was a way to just, like, maybe what we need to do is just pick like five random people who do like normal jobs like engineer or like kin or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. and like they just get to be like a politician for a year and then we just do like a rotation because then you could at least see like is it is it just human nature that once you get power then you're corrupt or is it these people are corrupt and they seek out power you know interesting yeah yeah like, I, I really want to know that because 
I don't know. I feel like I've met enough people where, like, yeah, I, I met a bunch of people that are shit and, like, would probably take advantage of that situation. But also I've met plenty, probably more, that I don't think would. But, again, you never never really know, do you, until you're in that situation. So. Yeah, exactly, because, like, if you don't have power, you can't really say what you're going to do once you get it. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's in the human nature to just abuse it when you have it. Yeah, it is. Why? It's like when you have lots of resources, you're probably not going to just go and donate all your money to, like, I don't know, childcare yeah. or, like, elementary schools or whatever. You're mm. probably going to buy nice shit for yourself, right? Yeah. Even though you have a choice. You Secure choice. your position. Yeah, you just want to maintain your power and show it to other people. Mm. Like, again, it's a question of whether humans are innately good or bad. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what it does come down to. I I don't know, man. I feel like, honestly, I've, been, I've traveled a fair bit. I've talked to a lot of different people from a lot of different places. And I really don't think that, like, people are that, like, evil. I, I don't think they're, like, ma they have malintent. Like, I don't think they go about their day and they're like, fuck you. Or, like, they don't want to cause people pain. Most people just, they're self-interested, of course. But they're not like, again, they're not evil. There's something, there's a difference between being self interested and evil, I think. Like, it's two extremes, right? If you're good or evil. But I think if we take a scale and we put people in the scale, we'll be way closer to evil side than a good side. You think so? I think so. But like, you're not like that, are you? I don't think so. I'm not like that. I don't think. But, like, if you look at society as a whole, like, we're abusing the planet, we're just destroying the natural resources, polluting the planet. Yeah. We don't really give a shit what's happened to it, as long as we're getting resources and politicians are getting their money, people in charge of agriculture and other but areas we are in money. A s but we're in systems that are, yeah, it's shit, but we are aware of the problems and we're aware of how shit the system is and we're trying to change it at least slowly like we try i don't know i don't think but again if humans were innately good then it wouldn't have happened in the first place and like we wouldn't be killing yeah okay i don't think all humans are innately good i think there's like a spectrum i think there's like a bell curve like there are some humans that are like you know outward love and like they're almost like jesus like they just love everybody and they just want good for everybody and that and then there's people in the middle that are just like self-interested sure but i don't want i want like the i don't want the most possible people to do worse right like i want people to do well i want society to function like most people just want society to function yeah so that they can have a good life but if it was evil then it would just be like yeah, I don't know. I I just think like I hope that it's the case that it's just the wrong people are attracted to the positions of power. Mm -hmm. And that if we could somehow correct for that and also like tone down the just greed that comes along with being self-interested, the world would be different. But uh, it gives me I don't know. I uh, maybe I'm a bit more optimistic than you. I think you are, honestly, yeah. because like we have quite a bit of negative shit happening on the planet we have people abusing each other because of their skin color because of their sexual orientation i don't know hair length their nails their how their face looks like yeah we have people constantly bullying each other in schools mm -hmm. 
just killing other people for no reasons we've always had wars yeah just because people wanted more power more territory more resources yeah uh like but war is just like war obviously brought a bunch of uh technol- technological advances as well so there's benefits to wars as well but yeah. like if people were innately good they wouldn't be fighting each other just for no reason mm. yeah i think there's i just think there's some innately good people there's some innately bad people and then most people are in the middle i don't think most people are innately bad i think that yeah there's a bunch of fucked up shit happening always um but we also have the most population that we've ever had right yep we also have the most access to information that we've ever had so we're receiving like images and video and pictures and all this stuff uh of those bad things happening so we're also kind of getting skewed because if you look on like there's a really i think it's called the better angels of our nature it's this book by this guy steven pinker and he basically talks about how on mass all the markers for human life are are actually improving like if we look at like infant mortality if we look at like uh life uh what's it called the longevity like mm-hmm. how long we're we living uh like amount of people in poverty all, all of these things are slowly improving on mass it's just that like it's taking a long time but we will we are progressing like what i fear is like i know we are progressing because like even culturally right like it's fucking crazy that we had like if you look in america we had like the civil rights act only came out in 1966 i think it was which is what like 50 years ago six, 54 years ago which is crazy that it has been that recent like the last hundred years but then you look at society from now and in 1966 like it was completely different like you literally had like state sanctioned segregation and stuff whereas now we're trying to live yes there's atrocities that are happening all the fucking time but we're at least trying to get better and so what i fear is like when people are like people are innately bad and like we're fucked we i i feel like that gives people the right to like say fuck it and just be like all right we don't have to try anymore like let's just ride this thing till the fucking wheels come off like for me i feel like you need the like hope this like hope that it's getting better to like try you know mm-hmm. yeah i just hope that i just don't want to give up i guess is the yeah i agree with you we need people to um, understand what everyone is good at and mm-hmm. just focus on that area and try to improve in it yeah and if everyone becomes better society as a whole will become better as well yeah versus just judging other one is like oh you're shit i'm better than you That's yeah not gonna lead you anywhere i yeah i i also think like that part of us that is the like like greed and self-interest that's our ego right like that's like uh self that we've like built up that like society helps create your family helps create your environment all of that stuff comes into building you as a person Mm -hmm. and so if we could shift society i think we can shift people's egos like i believe that's possible that might be like a psychedelic kind of like thought but on on those like when i when i've taken psychedelics at that of those big kind of doses and like I've never had it where, like, completely, like, my ego goes away, but it, like, dissipates, you know? Like, you're 
you're just broken down to like your more raw form and in those states it's like you're just like love you're kind of just like love you know you, all you want is just like you just feel at home in nature and you're just like looking at your other friends if you're with friends and you just feel like at peace and all you all you have is like good intentions so that's why i feel like if we can just like strip away ego or at least like change our ego in some way there's some sh- there's some good shit underneath that the underneath the ego it's just like what we have built up over that is like mm-hmm. shite i don't know how to change it because it's just like you said it has been entrenched yeah, years like, and years we're mostly functioning subconsciously like our conscious experience is just like five ten percent of what we have yeah what i've read and like if you program each other not each other just like humans from birth with good intentions mm-hmm. obviously we can become a better society yeah but we just have too much shit going on yeah too much negative stuff and like our egos are too strong and they lead us to doing stupid shit i know our egos are fucking stupid man egos always get get you in trouble no matter what you're doing like it's just yeah yeah like if you're a smart person and like even if you take gym like you're mm. not gonna be loading thousand pounds in a barbell and lifting it just for the sake of lifting thousand barbells like right it's not gonna get you anything except an injury yeah, like yeah if you're yeah. a smart person you'll obviously put on less weight and focus on your form and just performing better right and like looking at it long term versus just getting that dopamine from getting your new new weight lifted your new pr yeah yeah i, I don't know it's so weird because like yeah I, like i just bashed the ego and like talked shit about the ego but like you do kind of need a little bit of ego like you're saying like if we had no ego it almost goes back like almost more full circle to like collective and and self-interest like ego when it's like well developed i guess is like it actually helps other people rise up because yeah like you are you you need ego for competition right so Mm -hmm. that's all that's really what competition is it's like like egos competing each other's eating keep they're competing for each other right like and i don't think a world without I, I think a world without competition wouldn't be the world we would want i don't think i mean there's always people who are better than others in terms of something like physically mentally yeah psychologically right right we so wouldn't want to all be the same though right yeah, like, like, and some people with if they have more of an ego like some people will want to dedicate themselves towards Im- improving the society yeah but some people with higher ego they'll want to benefit from it themselves right and mm. like getting their own shit and ben- and uh, i don't know using the resources just for themselves rather than society right because as a result like obviously if you dedicate yourself towards the collective you'll get you'll be getting less for yourself yeah whether it's whether it's time energy or money or anything else right right yeah I don't know if that's necessarily like like the world the world would be a better place if more people dedicated themselves to the collective, I guess. Would it though? Because like the whole idea of Soviet Union, Russia, Ukraine is mm. collectivism, communism. Yeah. And it didn't succeed. It's a shithole right now. Yeah, it's a sh- well, but that's also because it was like I was like we kind of talked about like it was so corrupt. Like if it there still w- is, it's probably one of the most corrupt places on the planet. Yeah. So if there was a way where it was just like pure intention, I'm living for other people. Like I, there was none of this like skimming off the top. There was no politician that was getting like 
a thousand dollars a month and then like have like a fifty thousand dollar uh yacht or whatever or fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollar a month apartment like yeah altruism like if you could some like if you could somehow base a society off of altruism and not not altruism and greed like the thing is you just can't because it's like those are the two sides of the the human coin like we need to fundamentally change how humans are which is how i guess that's how we're gonna move forward right because that's like technology would probably end up gonna do that somehow like we already talked about altruism is never gonna like altruism is never gonna succeed remember for example in um in one of our kin's sociology courses, remember when we studied uh, the medicine, like Western medicine and the medical care system? Mm-hmm. I think it was until 1980s, if you were a chiropractor, you could go to prison for being a chiropractor <laughs> because you were going against the main... Uh, the like, mainstream. The mainstream medicine. Remember we studied yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Vaguely, uh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't Even though like, it's, a, it's a proper proper field yeah. with backup that works yeah. and people benefit from it, but because it was going against the main, the mainstream, and uh, mainstream doctors were afraid of losing their power, they would just send those people to prison, right. even though they were beneficial for society. But they don't give a shit; they just want to make money themselves. Yeah, because they want to pr- they protect that power again. Another point for why people are bad. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> trying to get me down from my optimism. No, like honestly, dude, I, I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, the way I can justify my optimism, I kind of already talked about it. It's just like, I feel like if I thought that the world was fucked and there was no way out or there's no path forward to a better society or a better world, then what would be the point to anything? Like, why even? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it always comes down to like, well, because you can have, you personally can have a good life at this blip in time. But like looking for the future... I like to look towards the future there. Okay. We want this thing. We want Earth to like be around for a while. I hope. I. Mm-hmm. I right. Like I. I don't know. Maybe. I'm Hopefully, if we don't fuck <laughs> it up. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We're all fucking it up. But like. I just think that like, I don't know. It. It's a weird, deep-seated thing. But I just feel like humanity is so resilient. That if we do. If we don't blow ourselves up somehow and like just keep this party going, like we're gonna go on to do some pretty fucking crazy things. And obviously, yeah, we're not gonna be around to see it, but I don't know, man. I just have like, yeah, maybe it's just a more rose colored rose colored <laughs> view of the world. I think we're pretty egocentric, and like, and if we develop, uh, I don't know, a certain way to move to other planets, so we'll find, uh, I don't know, a better universe mm. and astronomy progresses and we'll find a better way to, I don't know, function as a society. We won't mind sacrificing Earth and all living life on Earth just for a certain population of people to migrate somewhere. Yeah. Like, let's say in a couple hundred years from now, like, I don't know, obviously Elon Musk is going to be dead at the time, but <laughs> let's say we or have... Or not, dude. He's going to upload his brain and just <laughs> float around in a let's computer. Let's say we have a couple hundred or a couple thousand people like Elon Musk that developed some new way of living on, I don't know, Mars or some other planet. Yeah. I don't think humanity will have a hard time sacrificing everything we have on Earth just to move there. Mm. Like, we don't give a shit about uh, our trees, our nature, all the animals. Yeah. We'll just sacrifice everything just to improve a little bit as a society. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I see what you're saying. Like I, I hope 
that we would learn our lesson, but I feel like we wouldn't. Because we're too egocentric. We're just judging everything from our own perspective because we're the most powerful species on this planet. We mm. don't give a shit about any other ones. Some yeah. people do this why we have like animal rights and everything, but they're just a handful of population. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I I have a hope that humanity will find a way to alter our I don't know. I we need to alter our incentives in like every single way. If like economically, like psychologically all of our incentives need to align for that again that long-term goal so like i just feel like there is a way to do it and we are progressing however slowly we're progressing we are progressing and we haven't been around for very long too yeah think about that like humans have not been around for we've only been around for like three hundred thousand years maybe and like that's not that long in the grand scheme of things like a fucking alligator's been on earth for like 65 but million years close, caused global warming destroyed a bunch of nature yeah make sure you, uh, oh yeah yeah can you hear me now you can hear yeah okay so yeah but like you were saying that we've not been around for long but we've already caused a bunch of quite fucked up shit but we but we're in our infant stage like i literally i really do think we're in an infant stage and i think like probably we'll like will somehow we're gonna go through some kind of like adolescence we're gonna go we're probably gonna link way more with technology and like become part machines and then or maybe we'll just like mega dose everybody with like acid and mushrooms and <laughs> everything will be fine <laughs> that would be the way to go <laughs> i hope so ah fuck man i don't know bro i just think uh i just think that there's so much potential for, for no definitely species. because like in medieval europe living up to 25 30 years old was considered a good life yeah exactly yeah now we can live like to 90 80 90 and it's considered normal exactly exactly so there's there's just like one example of how we're definitely progressing in some parts but in others weren't for example like i know we live longer yet yes but what's wh the quality what of do the we spend our 90 years on we spend right. our 90 years on developing social status mm. and just getting materialistic shit like housing food mm. uh, cars traveling yeah just, again it depends on the person but uh, like some people have different goals and different ways where they spend their yeah. resources on yeah yeah you're right i mean like i there's there's it's weird because we do need we you can't just live a life and not have money or not make any money right like oh, our, yeah, our you, society you just to survive yeah our society has like decided that money that's how you that's kind of like your marker mm -hmm. but then you realize like well people that are just living for money are not any happier than the people that have enough money to survive and are still uh, I, I, like are they're fulfilled they have like a community around them as long as you have like what you need to survive mm-hmm having an extra million dollars on top of that they've done studies like that doesn't actually make you any happier but it's like this thing that we've tricked ourselves into thinking will make you happy because in that short term it does like getting a new car getting a new boat or getting a new computer but like i don't know you you and i have met plenty of super rich people like yeah they're happy i guess but i don't think they're any happier than 
normal people. Probably not, yeah. Like, so it's an empty venture, you know? It's just like a trick. I agree with you, yeah. Yeah. And like some people dedicate their lives on obtaining those, that d- obtaining the money just to be able to buy cool shit. And it, let's say in a couple hundred years, our longevity is also going to improve, right? So like instead of 90 years, the average exp- life expectancy is going to be, let's say, 110 years old. Right. But like, again, where will people spend their 110 years old on? Yeah. And they'll probably just be like studying and buying shit. But again, it's just using the earth. Yeah. What's the benefit for society? Not everyone is going to be Elon Musk and trying to improve the society. Yeah. But we we could. Like, that's the thing. There's always the potential. Yeah. Which is what I like to focus on, I think. Like, I... You can always depress yourself by looking at... Like, I do it all the time. Go on, like, BBC News and just go on world politics or whatever and just, like, read all the shit that's happening. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, like, we're going to die. Like, life is meaningless. We, we fucked it all. And then, like, I don't know. I see something so simple. Like, just, like, an act of kindness. Like, I don't know. Walking in the... Walking in the... Like, my neighborhood and, like, seeing someone, like... I don't know do something for an old person or mm-hmm. like whatever like the smallest little thing and then it's like that beam like faith in humanity restored it's like what we're, we're just like constantly in this process of like losing our faith in humanity and regaining it oh yeah losing our faith in humanity and regaining it and like i try my best to stay with my faith in humanity intact because feels a, w- a lot better than when it's not you know feels like i yeah i just i don't like the nihilistic like out view the the outlook i hate it <laughs> Got a little peeping tom out there yes sir <laughs> yeah i agree with it like i'm just i'm not trying to be negative or positive i'm just trying to be realistic and like intake all the information objective yeah without certain lens just like objectively yeah take it and analyze it yeah with my own lens afterwards yeah like and um Going back to the f- one of the first things you said today about uh, like difference of West versus East, yeah, is actually uh, personally have experienced more kindness in Eastern Eastern Europe, mm. even though it's um, like uh, considering after what everything I said, it kind of sounds weird, <laughs> but uh, like for example in um, Eastern Europe or in uh, even in some pr- some places in Western Europe, you can go to if you're a student. You can go to museums for free. Mm. You have, um, like, when you go to museums for free, uh, you can go to exhibitions for free. You get discount to go to cinema, restaurants. So you have more rights, not rights, but uh, more chances of uh, educating yourself Mm. versus, let's say, states. You have to pay for every single thing you do. Mm. And um, let's say you go to a museum in states and you don't have, I know, $5 to pay. 99% chance they're going to send you back. They're not going to let you in. Right. I remember in Macedonia, my mom and I we went to this castle and we forgot our, our wallet, so we didn't have any money. And it's a super poor country. People, many people, only get like two hundred, three hundred dollars a month, mm. and that's considered a good salary. Damn. But uh, they still let us in for free. Yeah. Which really? is, let's say, in, even in Vancouver, in most places you go, they wouldn't let you for free. Right. Right. And like, I have a bunch of those cases in Macedonia, Ukraine, mm. just poorer places, but lots of people are. Uh, friendlier than let's yeah. say western europe that's interesting I, like i wonder if that's because you just realize like those people realize that money they don't need money like you don't need money to have 
yeah i think there is less emphasis on obtaining resources for yourself yeah yeah that's one of the good things about eastern europe mm, yeah is there's a little bit more humane and just europe in general is more humane than north america because mm. in most of countries except except the uk and and actually yeah pretty much on, uh, except only the uk the education is free if you speak the language you can study for free mm-hmm. you yeah. have uh, free access to healthcare as well yeah, yeah. like obviously there is also um, public and uh, sorry private sector right. where you can which you can pay for and get different type of education and you can access healthcare through a private sector right but the public sector exists as well yeah and right. you can be perfectly fine after going to uh, just a public university in finland or norway yeah 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 i think they they are definitely on to something like i i just feel like there's no way that we're gonna be it's weird this is like innately american thing right it's so such an american thing to be like obtaining obtaining money. obtaining wealth yeah, yeah. Just come here and make a life for yourself and make money and then buy shit and then just live and just keep buying shit and just make sure you keep buying shit like i, I just it's something mentality yes yeah, yeah the consumer's mentality is like totally tied up in the american idea that's what's definitely worse about western europe mm, yeah compared to eastern yeah we have less of consumerism mentality yeah yeah it's like one of the things uh actually um th- there is this macedonian guy he actually has um he works he used to work with my dad and he's also a canadian resident mm. but one of the interesting things he mentioned is uh, if and th- i think his mother or his dad told him if you want to have money you should go to states or canada if you want life you should stay in europe Ooh, i like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it sounds like man like if you're just living living to like maintain a lifestyle that you don't even really ever get to like enjoy which is what a lot of people do right like buying a like super fancy place having to maintain it having to upkeep it having to pay rent or mortgage and then you're never there because you're working and then you also have this car that you're paying like you're just having all of these this burden you Mm -hmm. know that you're not even ever actually stopping to like relax and enjoy your life the real things like the real things that don't even need it yeah like money. in the eyes of other people you are successful because you have this certain car this certain house you can travel to places but at the same time you don't have time to enjoy anything because you're constantly working to buy this stuff yeah exactly so, like, i don't know if it's if it's gonna make you happy or not i don't think it will yeah all right man well thank you very much Ilya. this was uh this was great i appreciate this thank you conversation um so what i usually do is at the end of each episode uh i asked my guests just to stay say like one word or one phrase whatever it doesn't matter what it is can be like random thing off the top of your head um just go for it i'll give you a minute or so go vegan stay healthy oh (laughs) you heard it here folks peace